0: whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you pre-recorded what yes well, pre-recorded I, I feel
1: like i'm live right now though you might be i'm not i'm, I'm live. i'm a live wire so he's adam filkins i'm phil nickel you're listening to the pna podcast express it's going to be our tuesday edition this yes we'll release on a tuesday we are recording it i like full disclosure on a sunday we are at the old it std yeah we're at the silver tavern in deckerville it looks like i'm going to be a, possibly in ann arbor all this week so we're recording a day typically earlier than we do i'm sounding a little bit nasally right now it's because i've been crying all weekend
0: i'm sorry mm, yeah, yeah, yeah me crying, too i crying all weekend. I'm nasally too there you go so if you want to send us a message, tell us we suck, whatever. Yeah, and it's always it's, welcome. Yeah, I mean, we get... That's mostly what we get. <laughs> you can do so at 810-294-0455. We have to remember so many fucking phone... Hey, fucking phone numbers
1: now. Yeah, hey, yeah, you can do wait that. Wait a here. minute. All right. You're back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> so that's what happened is uh, we did our, our launch morning show for the Rock Radio 360, and uh, I was a little nervous, so I tossed out a few F-bombs, and I got reminded that there are kids, people listening with their children, so an occasional yeah. F-bomb is okay there. We're not regulated, but it was too much, and it was because I, it was a
0: crutch for me. I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like a crutch, brace, ankle thing you <sighs> had going on. A full there. body cast almost for me. I just wear an actual like walking boot all and, the time. And a diaper. Yeah a walking boot in a diaper and nothing else yeah i'm here looking like baby new year and a bonnet and a bonnet yeah and i have a pacifier the size of a basketball (laughs) for for comedic effect yes (laughs) yes for
1: it's always for comedic effect everything anything that's ever built larger than it should be is for
0: comedic effect yes (laughs) so yeah so i mean here we are it's sunday night full disclosure i have the uh the king of mushrooms in front of me. The portobello's and The portobello's, which I mean, this is like a fried steak. It really is. It's so good, so good. I don't I had, like mushrooms, and I'll eat those. Yeah, well, my, I gave one to my wife who does not like mushrooms, and she was like, "That is so good. Do you have any more?" I'm like, "No, I don't. <laughs> not for not, you. Not for you. <laughs> not for you. No soup for you." <laughs> but, uh, but yeah totally good here at the Silver Tavern. I just realized on on Friday, I cooked two meals for
1: you because I cooked breakfast too before we went on live for the radio. And then you guys came up here for dinner because I was working. My first shift at the Silver Tavern in like five months. I think it went pretty well. Thankfully, Tiffany was working and carried me. She's working tonight too and a little yeah. slow up here tonight. So come on up if you well you can't hear me anyway right now but hopefully somebody shows up
0: well we got bought a a second shot so she might have to carry us out there's i don't understand how there's no one in
1: here but yet we got bought two shots and a beer so far uh, yeah. there were two people here when we got here yeah and age bought us a drink which I, I don't get it no thank you no eternally
0: grateful thank you oh absolutely i mean it's almost like we do stuff i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to describe that.
1: What, the, what it was uh, Sally Fields? People like me, they really do. People like me, or they pity us. Are you like me? Yeah. Oh, or those they- homeless guys are here again with their microphones. <laughs> Speaking of homeless guys, I know Oscar will never listen. But last night I was up here at the old Silver <laughs> Tavern, and he got shit faced. I had to pick him up and carry him to my car, Holy and I took shit. him to one of his friends' houses. And uh, <laughs> I helped him up the stairs and everything. He's like, oh, my buddy won't mind. Bob. I'm like, okay. He's like, the door's unlocked. And I'm like, I'll I'll help you in. Getting up five stairs was a chore. And uh, basically, he went in the house. I felt heat rush out, so I knew there was heat in the place. And I once the door closed, it's not
0: my responsibility anymore. No, you probably went above and beyond. Yeah. That's why you get bought shots.
1: Because he was out front. He was out front in over in the owner's driveway, like... Staggering, and somebody said he had thrown up. I didn't witness him throwing up, but I saw him fall on his his behind, his ass. I can say that I fell on his goddamn ass. Yeah, fell on his mother trucking ass. He fell on his he fell on his ass. Yeah, I like I was tossing out fricks and French toast on when I do the morning show instead of yeah instead of fuck. So yeah, that was an adventure last night. I I I did a good deed and got Oscar to a safe place because he clearly was not able to walk.
0: So I, I want to lighten your mental load here. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, I, it's I, always welcome. I want to lighten your mental load. I want. I would like people to let us know. Apparently, um, Phil has worn out his welcome on terrestrial radio. Oh, I, I feel strongly about that. Yeah. And so, let us know what you think about Phil wearing out his welcome on terrestrial radio. Yeah, I feel it's okay. I, I also you know, have. Worn out by
1: welcome. It still hurts a little bit, though. It it hurts the way it all goes down. I really, you know, uh, it's it's almost like I feel like I haven't been able to thrive. I've always been, always been kind of um, strategically put down. If that makes any sense, to f- make it feel like I'm not adequate or I'm not good at doing this or broadcasting is something that's not in the cards for me, but. I purely feel like at this point it it really I'd like to say I'm not going to say I'm good at it, but I'm going to say I'm I'm adequate at it at
0: least. Well, a lot of what you're good at is dropping f bombs. Fuck yeah! And here you can fucking do that. I can fucking drop all the. You fucking, can't do that on. Although, press sorry, radio. mom. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mom still doesn't like f bombs on the podcast, but I'm sure once she hears the difference between Rock Radio 360 and and this, she'll say. Maybe the f bombs on the podcast aren't as bad as I think they are, but on the on the radio when you're live, yeah, people, you know, people, kids are listening, you know, <laughs> nuns are listening.
0: Yeah, we're we're big with nuns. Oh, nuns like us. Yeah. Oh, I thought that might not be true. Maybe it was like. None of the people like you. Oh shit! I did I did I read that wrong? You might have. You might have
1: that whole comment. Did we do we receive any
0: text messages or anything on the uh, on the hotline over there? Or, uh, um, not yet. Not I just yet. posted uh, that people should get a hold of us, but we do have this twenty dollars off your next oil change at one of I our six this. GM service lanes. This offer is not available for everyone, so make sure you take advantage of these savings. To schedule your appointment, call two four eight three two nine. 0438. So I'd like everybody to call uh, 248-329-0438 <laughs> and uh, schedule your appointment for your oil change. You're tossing out a lot of phone numbers. Basically, what's being said here is they will check your oil. Oh, man, with the thumb. Yeah. Oh. Which, which we've discussed how much, you know, the ladies like that.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, probably not the best thing for me to do, but today I started watching a show that I've I've delayed watching well for a long time because it started in 2004. Um, Dennis Leary's Rescue Me, and uh, I'm in season one. I'm about eight or nine episodes in, and his his kind of uh, soiree through going through a divorce and being divorced, and of course his soon to be ex wife hooking up with another dude like. It echoes so many of the exact feelings, so many of these exact things I went through. It was almost it was difficult to watch. Really, um, it's almost like a replay of your own horrible life and all the shitty things you've done. And and really, I mean, what makes you you and your life kind of kind of hell? But what an interesting show! So I would recommend it. I've heard the first two or three seasons are great. It's seven seasons long. Um, a little bit dated though, because it was two thousand four. Uh, but all in all, pretty good. I, I decided to try something new. I don't, uh, I don't venture out and watch new shows very often. But once in a while, I get a wild hair up my ass because, uh, much like a lot of people that suffer from anxiety or depression, I kind of like the familiarity of watching something over and over again because I know what I'm going to get. If that
0: makes any sense, it does. It does. You know that show was made before everybody got butthurt about everything too.
1: Oh, I know. Like when they're dealing with gay, gay things like gay marriage and everything else, I'm like
0: wow yeah and not I mean that's not really 2004 is not that long ago my
1: friend Jason Jason who I worked with in Philadelphia he's from New York and uh, he said that that show's spot on at at the time for what was going on and everything the feel of how life was in New York City oh yeah I would imagine you would think New York City would be this huge it's the melting pot of the world right but you'd think it'd be this big liberal thing but it's not like it's very conservative very close minded by a lot of these
0: people well, you know Dennis Leary is known for his sensitivity. No, extremely, people.
1: especially when with this hit song that, of course, I think maybe you're trying to pull up here. That's one of my favorites ever. But Dennis Leary does a very good job acting in it too. Like I was I'm shocked by that. There I'm you go. <laughs> the
0: the saying, he is totally. This should probably go on the station. Yeah, we should put asshole on the station. Can
1: do it. I mean, I could do it too. I'm sorry. Wait, look at me barking out orders like I'm an asshole, yeah. like your program director or something. <laughs> That's your <sighs> title. I don't know what my title is. You know, the last uh, the last 72 hours have been bittersweet for me. A lot of victories, a lot of positives, but a lot of things that have been drained. And really, I spent yesterday, I spent yesterday just in my own head and up my own ass. I had a rough day. And I didn't do anything or go anywhere, but I had a rough day.
0: You know, I keep my head in my ass most of the time, which filters out a lot of stuff. Right? It filters out a whole lot of stuff, actually.
1: (laughs) It's nature's filter. Yes. What's nature's filter? Your nose? No, your
0: asshole. Yeah. Well, it's nature's... Well hard to say it's a bullshit filter it's kind of a bullshit excreter it's kind of like how bullshit is born into the world yeah but for the most part you know it does a good job yeah it keeps it keeps me from noticing a whole lot and it keeps shit together (laughs) until it doesn't (laughs) until it doesn't till all
1: hell breaks loose oh my goodness what are we watching don mattingly up here on espn for donnie donnie baseball you know, everybody well, you know, thinks everybody thinks that Don Mattingly's time with the Yankees was so great. They never won a World Series on a team that he was on. Nope, and they won plenty. Oh, yeah, had twenty six, twenty six is it? Twenty six or twenty seven World Series? Yeah, more than their fair share. If, if anybody ever asked you in blah 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 year who won the World Series of of you know Major League Baseball, either guess the Cardinals or the Yankees because because between the two of them, they've won thirty three percent of them. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. That's good advice right there, isn't it? I would, I would go with the Cardinals because I don't, uh, I don't recognize the Yankees at anything. <laughs> we don't recognize the New York Yankees. Well, that really
1: ties into talking about uh, Rescue Me Too because, of course, that's uh, in the uh, New York Fire Department. What a show, though. What a show. I'm enamored. I, I actually showed up here late and almost didn't come up here because I was watching it. There you go. That's a gangster's paradise. No, it's actually Amish Paradise. Oh, I see what you did. You (laughs) zigged. I zagged and you zigged. Yeah. This is better anyway. This has got to. I love Coolio, but yeah, this is better.
0: Oh, yeah. And the video's so good. Isn't Coolio dead? No. I don't think so. No, No, he's still alive. (laughs) No. Although now I got to look up.
1: (laughs) Now we got to confirm. That, be, you that, say that this and this is I'm like the, it's the, the, no, if he's alive, around. it's the Mandela effect because for some reason I thought he was dead. Well, he probably should be. Right. Coolio did
0: some of that shit. Man. No, Wikipedia says he is an American actor or American rapper. Not he was an American. Oh,
1: uh, okay. Well, what's his age? How old is Coolio? I'm gonna guess fifty four years old.
0: Hold on, here's the thing. Yeah. What happened to Coolio was like the first thing. People also ask, what happened to Coolio? So it's the Mandela effect is is with a lot of people then. Yeah. Huh. (laughs) Another question, is Coolio rich? (laughs) Is Coolio rich? Holy shit, no, he's not. He is not. (laughs) Coolio has no money. He He has MC Hammer type money. Well, when you have that many braids tied up. That's a that's a lot of money to keep up them cornrows. He, his net worth is only about five hundred thousand, which for somebody who had wow some hits, pretty soon parodied. Pretty soon we're going to rival
1: Coolio's uh, <laughs> net worth. Together we might. <laughs> we cross the streams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, how old is Coolio? Fifty-eight years old. Oh, I... August first, nineteen sixty-three. No shit
1: coolio is 58 years old how does yeah. that make you feel
0: um younger than coolio
1: <laughs> that's the answer i was looking for
0: x gets the square <laughs> feeling pretty good about my position in life seeing as how he's had a hit song numerous and, but a major not one that i mean much money what was the name of that fucking
1: movie it was michelle pfeiffer and it was uh, dangerous minds right yeah 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 and that was that song was everywhere I remember watching that movie, Dangerous Minds. We went to, we had a group of us in my class. There was probably twelve to fifteen of us, and we went to the theater in Bad Axe to watch that movie. And uh, I thought I was going to try to get some smoochy smoochy from a chick in my class, and it didn't work out. You, you, to be honest with you, that's how all the stories end with chicks in my class in high school. Just in case anybody's wondering, he still has that same hairdo. Really? Yep. Does he have male pattern baldness and the cornrows are just on the side? Oh, that's beautiful. How did
0: I picture that? I got to spin this around because you don't know how spot on you are. (laughs) Oh, my God, I am. Holy shit. Do yourself a favor and uh, Google
1: Coolio today. Picture of Coolio today.
0: Unless unless you don't want to have everything
1: you know about Coolio (laughs) ruined. And for all of you listeners, you're welcome. (laughs) Although go ahead and do yourself a favor and let's see what Michelle Pfeiffer looks like today yeah how are how are these women
0: I mean you holy could, shit what she still looks good he doesn't had, it? no he had six kids with the with this uh, with the same Joseph woman Salinas and he, he but he was only married to her for four years. How does that math work out Holy
1: shit well they I'm sure they had them prior six kids with the same woman though that's that's commendable
0: right there. But how long was he with her before they got married? They right, got right. married in 1996. They were divorced in 2000 with six kids. That's a lot of kids.
1: Ugh, that's gross. If you're out there, if you're if you're having more than three kids, I, uh, that's, that's preposterous. It's no longer like the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s when kids are an asset and they go and work for you on the, the farm.
0: Right. Unless like, you still own a family farm. Well,
1: even then still anything more than 3 is a little ridiculous. Yeah. We stopped at 2. Like 2 is perfect because if you are with the same person, you've replaced yourself essentially. That's the math I always do. And if you want to get a little greedy, have a third and whatever. It's not terrible. You can still like transportation's not an issue, things like that. But when you start having these multiple kids and big families, like you got to start buying these big vans and Everywhere you go, people look at you like, Jesus
0: Christ, don't you know what causes that? I mean... <laughs> so, one of my nieces, um, I'll let her remain nameless. Yeah. She uh, she had three boys, didn't have any plans on having any, any more. But about a year ago, her and her husband went to Vegas. Oh, boy. And about... Something happened in Vegas. A couple months ago, they... Uh, They had their fourth child. And how old are they? Uh, The oldest one is like 12, I think. Oh, that's not terrible then. No, I mean, it's not like a huge, huge...
1: huge I I know somebody that has an oops baby that's like 18 years younger than the next kid. And I'm like, holy Christ. Yeah. That's insane. Could you imagine? All right, all the kids are... Oh, shit. Now I got to change diapers again.
0: You know, my wife and I have talked about that because we have a couple of friends who... Have younger kids, yeah, and it's like God, that would be so exhausting. How could you now? I mean, I couldn't
1: imagine. I mean, my kids wear me. I couldn't have a newborn right now, and that's oh
0: hell no. And Something that's a, woke you up if, if the dog barks right. in the middle of the night. I'm pissed. You're like, God damn it! I, I don't. I certainly don't want to have to go do anything in the right. Of the night. Like, take care. And be responsible for the life of somebody
1: that can't help themselves.
0: Yeah, shit. That's scary. I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to like medicate myself or tie it in a knot so I don't have to get up in the middle of the night and use the bathroom right amen to that because what an annoyance <laughs> I don't really you wake up sometimes and you're like ah, can uh, should I or should I can I wait like, I? I wait I like I two should... more hours yeah. when I'm going to get up and it's like I can't and then you can't fall back asleep. so here's what you
1: realize when you get to a certain age when you, when you wake up and you have to go and you're like oh I could tough it out for the next two hours but the sleep's so much better if you just get up do it and then go back to sleep I've found
0: Yeah, yeah. I will generally try and procrastinate because that's (laughs) who I am.
1: I can imagine having a fucking newborn right now, though. No, I mean, I've 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 said it and I'll say it over and over again. I'm 43. My kids are 14 and 11, and I feel like my kids should be about three to five years older for my age than they really are. You know.
0: Well, how how old were you when your first one was born?
1: Uh, My first one was born. I would have been 29 see I was I was 26 when my
0: first one was yeah. born
1: and but I mean technically when my first one was born and we lost I was 27
0: 26 27 yeah so yeah you know we uh, we had that same situation we, we lost one with our second one was a twin yeah and uh, his brother didn't didn't survive but we uh, yeah I can't imagine yeah. I, I, can't, I cannot imagine having another kid now I' or can't, even even like in my 40s.
1: And you know what? Uh, not only could I not imagine having another kid especially at my age and I, I know I, 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 um, it's, I'm beating a dead horse here but I couldn't imagine having a, an, a kid with anybody besides my
0: ex-wife. Really. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That seems reasonable. Yeah. So. And it probably is because you had kids with her. Right. Yeah, And really
1: honestly if, if we're keeping score as far as People I've loved besides family, like blood relation, like she's probably the person I've loved the most, you know? So it makes sense.
0: That would make sense.
1: Yeah. So, oh, well, uh, here I am, just doing my own thing. Hey, engineer, radio station, podcast, whatever. I'm no longer allowed
0: on terrestrial radio. <laughs> just living the fucking dream. Yeah, but you know what? How many people can say they've been banned? right From a station. I'm still a pretty competent bartender too. You are yeah. you are yeah because we, we came up and harassed you. I held my own the And other dude night. you make a fuck of a breakfast. Yes, thank you. Holy shit. <laughs> thank you. That was good. That was I know I dreamt about it. I'm like, oh I want to make that breakfast again. you know I, I today I was like, hey Mary, can you make a breakfast? She's like, I can't do what Phil did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're lucky I hadn't taken my drink at her. That would have
0: been a spit take all over this fucking microphone. And I, I had to establish with her. I'm like, that's not just in the kitchen. Oh! <laughs> oh shit. There's the
1: one. <laughs> we're severely... La- I love. We get so much... I love the feedback, too, when we're actually live, when we're on Rock Radio 360. It's a whole new ball game because we get live, real-time feedback, oh, yeah. like text from people. One of them, of course, was Phil talks too much. Another one was the show is severely lacking drops. And... <laughs> that, that that's see this is stuff we can use right. We can
0: grow from that, right? <laughs> oh, actually, I'm sorry. I'm partaking in the mushrooms on the show. I'll allow it. Hopefully, you can't hear me. Like, <laughs> I don't think these microphones dumb, are dumb, as dumb, bad dumb.
1: as. So when we dumb, were dumb, first dumb, starting dumb. doing eating challenges or eating, we had a lot. We still had the headphone
0: headset microphones on. Yeah. So you can't like you right can't escape those. You
1: cannot escape those.
0: And then the condenser mics that we have are much more sensitive. Oh,
1: they're hot. Ooh, these are in hot. these are more of a live live. These are more equipment. of uh, as you once told me as a wise man at Tuscola Palooza last year. When you're on the mic, you need to be on the mic. Yes, like, that is the case. Like I can talk from back here, and you're still going to pick me up. But you're you're going to want to be up here and on the mic. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Yeah, baby, that's what I thought. That is affirmative. Yeah, that's just how it works. That's it how is. this whole thing works. It is. Uh, uh, so, hey, what's happening, Cuz? Hi, hey, other Cuz. What the hell, Jesus? You're just related to everybody. I, yeah. Well, that's why anytime I want to date anybody in this town, I have to ask my mother if I'm related first. That makes sense. You always do that. You have to be like, uh, am I related to, to this this female? It's always a female, so don't get your hopes up out there, other uh, listeners. I mean. <laughs> 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 I've tried. I've thought about it, and I'm just not attracted to anything about another dude. No. No. Because I've thought. I'm like, well, what if I am gay? What? If, no. No, it's not. Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. So there's two things I've wrestled with in my life. And the first one is maybe I'm autistic and no one's telling me. And the other one is what if I'm maybe I could be gay. But no, neither one of those things I've found are true. Even though they did freak me out for months and even years on end. Is that bad? No. It might be bad. I don't know. I mean <laughs> I think yeah. the what if I'm autistic and nobody's telling me thing was a <laughs> big I wrestled with that one for a long time. What if, uh, or what if I'm on the spectrum, not just autistic? Because there's other forms. Yes, right.
0: Well, you probably are on the spectrum because you're kind of smart. And I, probably, <laughs> I, just, I love it. You've got you've got smart tendencies, <laughs> just like asshole tendencies. Yeah,
1: not to be confused with suicidal tendencies. Great band.
0: Well, I used to tell people I had Aspergers because I thought it was some kind of an asshole syndrome. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> <laughs> assholes oh my goodness and then somebody's like no that's not what that is i'm like oh i should probably stop putting that on my resumes
1: i just have a terrible asshole yeah <laughs> speaking of terrible assholes mikey smith you're supposed to be calling us
0: yeah what the hell I no said I, n- a-
1: I don't mean he's an asshole i mean his asshole is terrible he's oh, he's probably oh, he's probably had such he's terrible things with that thing oh i mean we're only given one asshole in this life and his decides to be an asshole
0: He's got to stop letting random people at that thing. Right? Stop poking at it like Curious George.
1: (laughs) That's still my favorite imagery that I thought about when somebody was talking. I'm like, you can't poke at it like you're Curious George with your index finger. Now I got to send him a message. (sighs) We haven't... (laughs) We've ambled a lot this episode and talked about nothing. It's beautiful. Any gear grinds? Anything grinding your gears right
0: now? Oh, there's so much. So much.
1: All right. what's grinding your gears? What's the number one thing you're thinking about when you're talking about grinding your gears?
0: Well, for one thing, rich assholes. (laughs) Rich assholes. The fact that baseball almost ruined their season with a CBA, collective bargaining agreement for the layperson. Right. And uh, the fact that now that they've satisfied that and these rich assholes are like going to play they have the audacity to raise their prices and not want to pay their people as much
1: what the hell the the, the
0: guys who sweep the uh, field and stuff they're getting fucked
1: yeah right I've seen that like so when you think about it and you think about the operation cost of running a baseball team it's not only all the players on the rosters and the managers and coaches you're talking about people to take care of. I mean, you've got a guy that has to fucking do everything. You're talking... I, I bet your baseball team has like, what? Probably 50 different employees doing shit. Oh, at least. I mean, they have trainers. They have people doing laundry. They have people cleaning the clubhouses. They have caterers. They
0: have... All the people that are right. working in the in the different right. restaurants, right. At people the field. taking
1: care of the field, don't forget too. that's a that's a multi person job right there.
0: Fluffers, I'm pretty sure that's part of fluffers
1: that. to make sure they're nice and hard when they go up, get yeah. up to bat. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Bat boys, right? Who are, <laughs> who are just, not
1: fluffers, but well, somewhat.
0: When you see a 26 year old bat boy, he's doing something special. Yeah. <laughs> he's making somebody happy. Yeah, it's called
1: winning winning a gold medal in a special Olympics. At that point, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness,
0: he's good with the pine tar. <laughs> he's good with the pine tar.
1: So really, but baseball is one of those sports that just—I mean, uh, here in a, here in the United States, we go ape shit when they go on fucking strike, and they always seem to belly ache about about things and they don't understand. They belly ache about those guys are getting paid so much and they're on strike and blah blah. blah a lot of times the things they're asking for aren't necessarily for them as players for money. It's for the people who are more like the minor leaguers or the other employees right. of the fucking club.
0: Well, and and here's here's the thing. Baseball earns its money because they, you know, football, they play one game a week. They play 16 games in a season. If they make the playoffs, they're going to play two or three more games. Right. And their games last about two and a half hours. Baseball plays 162 games Yeah. and they last like four or five hours. Yep. And it's hot out there. Yeah. You know, so I got a lot of respect for baseball players. Plus, what other... <laughs> so I, I, I say they have a a string you along system.
1: Speaking of string you along systems, I was just going to ask if you had to phone up. because <laughs> I'm like, why is no one calling us?
0: This is the p Podcast Express. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi there! I just got word that you won't have the cowboy on these episodes. Fantastic, great episodes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> they are probably the best ones ever. Good, yeah. You don't have that bozo on there. We don't have no, a we glory need.
1: hole cowboy. We have a pot. We have a uh, 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 morning show. No, the morning show cowboy. What did we call him the other day? Rock and roll Rock, cow- and roll Rock and roll cowboy. There we go. Thanks for filling in the gaps. What's happening, Mikey Smith? Joining us via the hotline. The hotline. The hotline. It is. I am matter of fact. I'm on the toilet thinking of you guys are you really on the to- and you're thinking of us we were just yes, talking sir. about that how considerate so how's uh, how's everything going so far on the toilet it coming out all right
0: it was ready right there ready to roll really so that
1: really one of the best bits we did on friday when we did the inaugural morning show for rock radio 360 was you having to go take two dumps during the show <laughs> yeah so the whole world knows <laughs> my poop schedule. I they want to know all of, we should detail all your bowel movements on the podcast and the morning shows. Well, yeah, maybe we'll leave that for the podcast, not the morning show. Okay, all right. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that on the radio. <laughs> so to be, you know, in all fairness to be fair. To be fair, would be, <laughs> would be some people would be into knowing about the bowel
0: movements, just saying. Oh yeah, there there's a whole sector. We could make that a whole separate show. There's a whole lot of
1: people into poop out there, man. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. There really is,
0: and we could we could totally like have you enable Google Maps and tag every time you stop somewhere to take a shit. Yeah, we should.
1: We should do in the old school times and put get a big printed map on the wall at Studio Headquarters and just start putting in push pins wherever Mikey takes a poop. I like it. I'll allow it. <laughs> I think we can this chart it. Yeah, is this is your guys' the first one so far? This yep. is the first episode. You got it. This is the Tuesday episode. Tuesday
0: episode. All right, I will uh, finish up my business here, and I'll call you guys back in a little bit.
1: All right, sounds good. Safe travels. Take my call. Love you guys. Love you, too.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. bye
1: Well, there's an episode. There's an update from the crapper from Mike Smith. Thank you for that. Yeah. I would say that was solid, but I didn't get that much information. <laughs> I don't it. think it was solid by the way it sounded. Well, it came out well, so. <laughs> it came out well, that's true. Oh, boy. So, anyway, gear grinds. For me, it's just the whole general weekend and everything that's happened. The, the last 72 hours are just grinding my gears. What's happening? How you doing tonight? Silence is acceptance. Those are Look at those boots. They have little Heelys on them. They're the most uncomfortable. Damn, I bet they look uncomfortable.
0: They're not work
1: boots. I don't sure. ever want to wear those. No, that would kill my lower back. They have a real pointy toe. Yeah. Well, they're really big. You got <laughs> you got to watch out for pointy toes because they get stuck in things. I found that out when yes. I wore cowboy boots. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember I kicked something yes. and uh, it got lodged in there. And I
0: liked
1: a boy once. I liked a boy once. <laughs> I yeah?
0: Yeah, I kicked him in the shins.
1: On purpose? Yeah. Were you dancing? Oh. No. no. Kick, I liked him. You you kicked him in the shins with cowboy boots.
0: Yeah. That'll learn him.
1: That was, that was my way of flirting.
0: Oh. Oh, well. They, I can tell you, did it work? Let me ask you that. <laughs> He's
1: not happily married. He's now happily or not I'm happily not. Is anybody, I mean, aside from maybe like 14% of the population, is anybody happily married? I, I would say, yeah. You think so? Yeah. What's that number like of people of, of the population?
0: Well, of the people that I pulled. Right of adults, now, of adults, me, 18 and up. I'm I'm happily married. Right? So that's it's not easy. 100% of me that's happy.
1: But I bring you down to 50% because I'm not married. No, you're
0: not married. So you don't count now.
1: I, I don't get to get into this poll? No. Nope. So it's only people that are married? Currently married, yeah. Currently married, all right. Well, then maybe that number shoots up to like
0: 25%. Probably. I would say that's accurate. Yeah. I'm not married, but I'm happy. Well, there you go. Well, maybe we should poll people who are happily unmarried. Long-term relationship. Huh. Huh.
1: I don't know. These are interesting statistics, and I'm sure that somebody out there somewhere has put this all together. It's in a matrix, and yeah. They're like, well, everybody that's single seems to be happily married, but everybody that's happily married seems to be unhappily single. And, and the grass is always greener. Yeah. I bet you, of all those happy marriages, though, if you had to pull how many of them are open marriages, it'd be a whole new constitution of everything. Maybe. Maybe. Open marriages are now the big thing, especially with the younger generations and everything it But it never ends well. Uh, let me tell you, it never ends well um, I feel like it doesn't. I mean there are I some would successes say no. I would there say are no. some successes. I'm sure there's always there's always uh, uh, an exception to the rule but yeah if you if you go into it and thinking, well we're going to get married, but we're going to have an open marriage, you're not going to be married. For the long haul, I don't feel
0: like. No, I don't think so either. No. I don't think so either. You know, I, I'm I'm entering into the 23rd year of, uh, or no, 22nd year, sorry. Right. Um, 22nd year of, of being married, and I can tell you that having somebody on the side would just be too much damn work. And I don't understand. I was,
1: like, talking to this guy. He's a few years younger than me, probably, like, five or six, and he's like, yeah, I got my wife, and I've got, like, two women I cavort with, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've been single for a couple years, and I don't even have one. What the fuck is wrong with me?
0: Well, I mean, we could go into that, but... Yeah, you're right. We don't have enough time left in this episode.
1: But it just bums me out, though. Of course, those two women that aren't his wife, uh, probably a large portion of what they're attracted to is the fact that he is married. Because that is a legitimate thing with women.
0: Oh, yeah. And men, too. I've had single friends that have told me that when they go to a bar, they wear a wedding ring. Right. And they get hit on a tremendous amount more. Right. It's that forbidden fruit thing. It's weird. I have to buy another wedding ring, by the way. Uh. You notice mine isn't on? Yeah. Because the damn thing falls off all the time. There you go. So Mary's like, I found it. I'm like, God dang it. You know, it tends to fall off at night. Oh, okay. You know, while I'm sleeping or something, it'll just fall off. So I, I have to get a smaller one. That's- I lost one one time, I, we were at, we were at uh, we were at a drive through <clears throat> and we were leaving, and I was going to throw something in the garbage, and it like just totally came off my, my hand, and I, I don't buy expensive ones. Right. You know, I think the most expensive I've spent on one is like a hundred bucks. Yeah. But it's like, yep, not, it was a full garbage can, and, I, and it was one of those things where I could hear it go, tink, 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 to the bottom, <laughs> and I'm like. Yep, just going to buy a new one of those. Yep, well, wrote a song about it. Want to hear Here you go. Now I wear those silicone ones that you like five have of stick. People love them silicone ones. They're nice, but yeah. the ones I bought are too big. Well, there you go. Hmm. So I, I guess I need to pull it off the package before I, because I tried them on while they were still stuck to the package. And I'm yeah. Like, that fits pretty well. And then when I pulled them off the package, of course, there's not cardboard and a zip tie there that's holding it on. So it didn't fit. And hence, I lost it.
1: What a great story.
0: Yeah, so now I'm going to go to the next size smaller. <laughs> so, hint, <laughs> if you're buying... And I think they do stretch out a little bit after you wear them Oh, for a they while. do, of course. And uh, so, it, just for those of you buying a silicone ring because, you know, we do these kind of PSAs on the podcast, <laughs> buy a small one. Because
1: we're such experts on so many things. <laughs>
0: Yeah, stop Stop that.
1: Sorry, I just noticed that feedback because I turned...
0: Stop that. God damn it.
1: I turned to adjust for a minute. What is Sarah doing here? Sitting. I don't normally see her out in the wild like this. She's sitting. Maybe she's on a date. Should I
0: ask her? Well, she should probably get on the podcast. Yeah. Sarah, you should
1: come be on the podcast. If you're not working, you should come be on the podcast. Week. That's weak sauce right there.
0: That's astute. Wait, you know, it's a pretty open invite. Like we have, my- we
1: literally have two microphones sitting here with no one talking on them, and microphones only have one purpose for people to talk on them. Are you microphones lonely? I digress. They are lonely. I guess people can rap on them or sing on them, or or you hook it up near the bass drum.
0: Oh, that was the one I wanted.
1: (laughs) I don't think that was what you were looking for. Uh, So drummers and hockey goalies are two of the most insane people you'll ever meet in life. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) I have a friend who's a well, Wade, he's been on the show. He was a drummer and a hockey goalie. Yeah. So we all know how that Wade, we need you on the show again. We
0: do. It's our our our
1: attorney been too long. He I don't I'm, I I need to get him I need to communicate with Wade more. Yes. We need to finish writing the show and we need to pitch the sitcom cuz that's all I need now is like sitcom, radio, podcast, like everything, yeah. I just yeah. I need more things on my plate because right now I I literally have so much bandwidth, it's ridiculous.
0: And just just so that everybody knows, go out and listen to Rock Radio 360. What what is this rock radio three hundred and sixty you speak? Rock of? radio three hundred and sixty is all around rock <laughs> that you can take anywhere with you. <laughs> it fits in your pocket. Does, does that sound rehearsed?
1: <laughs> we're Perhaps gonna, we're
0: going to see what's playing right now. Let's see
1: what's playing on rock radio three hundred and
0: sixty. Oh, nice! Little velvet revolver. You can't get an, you can't get angry at that. No, not at all. But, yeah, it's like a real radio station stuff. It's fucking freaking me out, dude. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. It's insane. Like, I tune in randomly here or there, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And I'm like, wait a minute. I can do something about this. I could ruin it. (laughs) I could ruin this
0: in a hurry. Well, I'm going to play some fucking Yanni. I was kind of hoping it would be your Silver Tavern spot that was playing. I kind of hope that, too. I, I might have to pull that up and play it. I do have that capability. Look at you, producer extraordinaire over there. I'm actually doing my damn job. You know, oh, uh, you know what? What grinds
1: my gears is me having to go to work tomorrow for the man. You know, real quick before I do that, yeah,
0: we've highlighted some music on here before. Yeah, of course. And uh, you know, one of the bands that I'm really taken with that we that we're playing on the station is the Blind Riot.
1: Oh God, I love the Blind Riot so much.
0: They are really, really good.
1: Like, I hope those guys find it in their hearts to be friend my friends.
0: I wouldn't count on that. You're
1: right. I'm not cool enough.
0: God no. damn it. But, like... You
1: know, the ship has sailed on me being cool, I feel like. It's, it's all, like... I never wear the right footwear. I'm fat. I'm not attractive. And I'm fat. And I'm stupid. Like, I just don't have it going on. So... This song of theirs, "We'll Die Young," yes. is such a good song. We played this to end the show
0: the other yeah. day on Rock Radio Three Sixty. We did, we did. But it, it's just really good. It's well produced. It's well written. It's well performed. And uh, you know, we got to see them at Tuscola Palooza next last year. Which uh, this year, I know Chase, uh, the lead singer, is going to be
1: performing. Um, possibly the band if they can if they can swing it they're going through some things right
0: now right um so you know they were so good they were so good but tuscola palooza this year uh, august 6th out there in Carroll go to tuscolapalooza.com and check it out get your tickets they're not going to sell out but get your tickets now right because the more tickets that are bought ahead of time the more they can do cool stuff out there but yeah this is just good music all-around good music. That's some good shit right It is. There. I'm going to cough, so I'm going to hit the cough mic. You're
1: gonna going to hit the cough button. While you cough, hey, you I'm going to try to talk it. right now. I'm going to be like, and right now, Adam's about to cough. He's looking to, and there is the cough. Holy Christ. Did you get it all out? Are you okay? I'll make it. All right. Play-by-play action on the cough. Here's now the uh, obligatory uh, nose blow after said cough. Was that uh, productive? Was that a productive nose blow?
0: Not as productive as I had hoped, but okay. it did the job. I no longer have to cough. Oh,
1: okay. Well, we've eliminated one problem. Let's move on to the next one.
0: So we were talking about Tuscola Palooza. Yes. We did a whole bunch of stuff out there last year. We're looking forward to expanding our role. That's the. And, the uh,
1: that's probably one of the best days I've had in the past five years. And, that's, and
0: you have another one coming up.
1: Yeah. August 6th is Tuscola Palooza. Yes.
0: I'm guessing we might even be out there Friday night helping with setup and things like that and just crash there because I'm sure it will involve alcohol, maybe. Never does.
1: Come on. You are
0: fake news. You didn't partake in any Crown Apple there. No. There wasn't a whole pile of uh, uh, empties. empties I love
1: when Mike Abraham sent us that picture. You guys did a lot of work. Like, you didn't? (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure a couple of those were his, too. I think... (laughs) (laughs) What we do really astounds people for sometimes, and I don't understand it. We
0: were pretty lucky last year. You know, my bride drove us home because neither one of us would have. Oh, I was in no condition to drive. No, none. (laughs) So, you know, once again, why I'm happily married is she puts up with that kind of shit. And she's now that I I can tag along
1: with you, and she's okay with that generally. So that's wonderful. Well. Because Mary will, she'll have like a drink or two, but generally she's not big into it. So. No. Yeah. She, yeah. she's
0: totally okay with uh making sure we get home safe.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's wonderful. So that's why she's a good mom. That's another PSA out there for all you folks. Have Absolutely. a designated driver. Get home safe.
0: Right? You, you limey bastards. <laughs> nice. This is just this is solid music. It really is. Should we
1: do this shot? We probably should. Let's do this shot. We these are jumbo shots of Reds. Do you see the size of that shot? That's yeah. That's a two and a half ounce shot. Like when I pour, I poured it just that standard rib right there, and that's a little over an ounce and a half. Yeah. Well, this is.
0: uh, I'm not. uh,
1: I'm not complaining. Episode two.
0: Drink. We will. Episode two. Drink. To episode two.
1: Oh. Oh, that'll ruin your day. But it's good. Woo. Red stag. Jim Beam
0: Red Stag. Uh, Jim Beam Whiskey with a hint of cherry flavor. Uh, It always makes me unable to talk for four to five seconds afterwards.
1: In life, it's not about the breaths you take. It's about the moments
0: that take your breath away. That does. (laughs) I just gotta say, too, if if you have a chance to go out and see uh, Chase Wilson... yeah. It with his solo act that he does, he usually brings in some supporting acts. Like he had, uh, he had, uh, why am I drawing a blank? He had a couple. He had infamous Boop-a-boop. quick with him. Infamous quick. Yeah. Uh, he had another guy with him that did an acoustic thing, but he puts together a really good show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So he's a talent. I saw that. I saw that even last year at
1: Tuscola Plaza. When I, the, I didn't know any of these people, but we become friends, and Chase and I have become friends, and. He's a very talented dude Not only He's a musician He's a DJ He lives for music He does And and when a When a lead singer of a band Who really For the band uh, Blind Rides He really doesn't He plays guitar a little bit A little bit of rhythm guitar Yeah he plays some rhythm Some But to see him Grab a fucking guitar And go do an acoustic
0: set And just rip through it That's impressive Oh yeah He does a really nice job with it Yeah And uh, we will be out This Saturday We will be at Joe's Garage in Clio Oh For the Uh infamous quick show we will actually be airing that live on rock radio 360 but by all means if you're able to come out to and check check out infamous quick phenomenal band
1: yeah and tell us tell us we're an asshole and maybe we'll give you a sticker yeah for the podcast or for rock radio
0: 360 that's a great jingle isn't it yeah believe it or not i'm the high boy i know right that seems strange to me but
1: no it doesn't seem strange to us no
0: I had to grab them and squeeze them. Squeeze! Squeeze, squeeze. But, yeah, come on out this Saturday and and check out uh, Infamous Quick. If you can't, tune into Rock Radio 360 about 10 p.m. You just let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, about 10 p.m. we're going to air their second, third, and fourth set. Uh, The first set, because this is our first time out there, we're going to get all of our sounds straightened out and happy with that. Then we will be airing their second, third, and fourth set.
1: Here's the dirty little secret I found out about doing sound. If you're doing sound or trying to tune in things like record commercials or whatever, you're never 100% happy with it. You got to just get to about 90, 95 to 97% and say, good enough.
0: We will get to 100% because we will have a secret weapon, which oh, yeah. will be Brad. Brad, Group. yeah. Brad will get the sound dialed in, and all we got to do is sit there and, and look good.
1: And people be like, who the fuck produced this show? And I'm like, don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. Just... well." we'll put me you and brad down as producer credits <laughs> there you go i'd love to put microphones out <laughs> i put a. I I
1: I hooked them up uh, we did good nah, gud good. good god i'm such a i'm such an infant when it comes to all of this stuff but i'm learning i am learning you are i yeah. you know
0: i I'm, I'm amazed at how well you've done doing commercials
1: I, I I dig it. I see it. I see it like visually. I can see it, so I understand
0: it. Like yeah. what
1: has to happen,
0: and and you produced a couple. I you know I was gonna pull that up here too.
1: But I think what really has helped me is all of my years of being a design engineer and working with AutoCAD, you know, computer after computer aided drafting software. So I can kind of see what you, you know. I, it connects the dots if that makes any sense. And it really is something I I'm enjoying doing like. I was so proud as a peacock of, like, the other night putting together my own commercial. Like, I'm fully on my own. Like, that's a, that's that's not bad. Or a couple drops. Like, I, I started small with a few drops, and I know Adam's not playing any drops tonight, which it's okay. I mean,
0: we <laughs> I mean, can't be perfect around here. I just got enough in
1: that. Yeah, thanks for just cramming all in at once. How very, how very Gallagher of you to do that. We've all got our we've all got our ponchos on in the front row as you smash a fucking watermelon with a big old mallet.
0: Oh, this is pretty solid too.
1: Lowbrow comedy. What's solid? Oh, the PNA Podcast Express commercial. Yeah. Nice. How are you going to make me listen to my own voice? Are you feeling happy or sad? Or depressed? If you answered yes to any of these questions, the PNA Podcast Express might be for you, featuring Adam Philkins and Phil Nickel. The PNA Podcast Express can be downloaded wherever fine podcasts are found, and even terrible ones. Or download the app for your mobile device. The PNA Podcast
0: Express. Make good choices. I mean, other than that part you stole at the end. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm no longer allowed on terrestrial radio Yeah I got banned by the FCC Fuck the FCC No, I got banned by the, the powers that be yeah. my, my own show that I helped co-start, co-create I didn't even get to take part in uh, But, you know, to be fair I did listen to the, uh, the Saturday Night Show And uh, it doesn't hold a candle to what we're doing on this on Rock Radio 360
0: though no, it, it doesn't. And in all fairness, it really can't. No. I mean, we, we have freedoms that that show can't. You know,
1: have. it's so free. I feel like, you know, I almost want to just on my Twitter feed just post the Andy Dufresne breaking out of prison in Shawshank Redemption, you know? Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm exactly. about to be free. Exactly. Like, I've been under under the thumb of everything for so long. Um, here's what I'm I'm afforded now. I always felt like I was working for somebody else. I had to gain approval or, uh, you know, have that approval or it had to be approved. I don't care now. I'm just going to go for it because, wait a minute, at the end of the day, when you look at who's running the show, my name's on there and that's weird. There we go. If that makes any sense, Adam.
0: Yeah. It does. Yeah. Boy, you know, I hate Gmail sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes? Most most you know times. I, I put my Gmail into like a real mail software on my computer at home, and I need to do that on my laptop because right Gmail sucks.
1: Yeah. By the way, thanks for making me log into fucking Facebook on my laptop. What a fucking trip that was.
0: Oh yeah. You Which that? by the
1: way, the mobile the, the mobile Facebook whatever sucks compared to what is online. You see so much more online, like on, uh, on God, a computer, yeah. on a PC, or on an Apple or whatever. Like the the mobile version on your phone hides
0: so much shit. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, and you should see like the business side. If you get into like, so yeah. I I have our the podcast and the Rock Radio three sixty. Um, they're both set up as business businesses on there. Right, and there is so much stuff like you can see. You can look up your people who visit the page and find out. You know, it's weird. They have pubic hair, right? Are they clean shaven? Do the
1: carpets match the drapes? Yeah, or exactly. Did we hand Will Smith a statue of his own wife to appease him? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, that's beautiful. <laughs> that I, it, it, <laughs> that was the, at- that was the next meme, though. My next what? My next joke was going to be do the, the carpets match the drapes. <laughs> Holy shit! What an absurd thing It was all staged folks It was oh, all set up Although Will Smith uh, Retired from the Academy What does that mean? I don't know No one's been able to explain to me What that means That now he's, he's no longer
0: in the Actors Guild of America For right. the Academy so can't Awards not win an award so, which How many of those Fucking little statues Do you need? Right They sell them on Amazon. So
1: he retired from the Academy. What the fuck, ultimately, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Nobody's been able to explain what that means. It just means he won't win an award anymore. But he will still act in
0: shit and shit. But, won't they, but then, then
1: people are going to say, well, if he
0: would have been a member of the Academy, he probably should have won the award. You know, we're going to give him an honorary Oscar because he's not a member of the Academy, but that was a great
1: performance. But this is a performance that brought us to tears, especially when he had to shoot his own dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Christ. You know, the funny part is, is, art imitates life because the Williams father would have beat the shit out of Chris Rock too (laughs) I think that's what it was I think so too
1: I think that's purely like Fred Williams is like you know what I would have slapped that motherfucker
0: too you know it was probably a text is his name Fred did I just pull that out of the ether maybe for for the purpose of our discussion it's Fred Fred. Williams yeah so I'm pretty sure what happened was it wasn't you know people like oh he looked over at Jada and she wasn't laughing no Fred Williams sent him a text and, and he's like I would have beat the shit out of that motherfucker.
1: Will, fucker. you're being a bitch right now.
0: Yeah. Stop being a bitch, Will. It's like This it, up there.
1: this is not a teachable moment like when your daddy left you on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Uncle Phil had to console you. You go slap that bitch right now.
0: Why don't he love
1: me, man? <laughs> Why don't he want me? <laughs> What's wrong with me? With my fucking Oscar. Yeah, that's right. And but, that was a great scene, though. I'm not diminishing from that scene.
0: But at the same time, he went all the opposite. Like, no, but fat philip banks won that right i mean right. he he was the man behind that absolutely
1: thank you thank you nah, derp. <clears throat> that's service so what a great scene though so three of my favorite scenes from fresh prince of bel-air are that one of course why don't you want me man uh And then the other one was, of course, when when Uncle Phil, like, hustled the people in the pool hall. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Breakout Lucille. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. And then, of course, it it was the same episode, the end episode. No, it wasn't the same. But when, of course, he uh, said goodbye to, to Jeffrey. And he's like, he let him call him, you know, instead of, yeah, Master Will, he called him Will for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good show
0: watched It reruns. was a
1: good show. I watched reruns of that. But record. how does everything correspond with this slap at the award show with the fact they're doing a reboot of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air?
0: Huh. Hollywood always has an understory. So here's my thing. Did you even know the Oscars were happening? Fuck no. Well, so here's where the whole tipping point is. They They say that more than 51% of the content that people absorb now is not through, like the airwaves. It's it's online. So there, that tipping point has happened. We should really start an online
1: rock radio station then. Now would probably be a good time. Now the iron's hot. Tiffany, thank
0: you very much. Thank you. All right. Um, press those people at the bar to buy a shot. No, press them to come be on the show.
1: Yeah, that would be better. Booyah, but yeah, no, everything's consumed. And I said this, Mikey Smith will Know this completely People We're shifting more To an on demand Type thing People want things When they want them They don't right. want to have To be pushed Them And For Rock Radio 360 We're trying to do You can pick it up Anywhere Everybody has a device That's Well
0: Like I've had For the last several years I've had a YouTube TV Yeah And I cancelled it It's done on the 27th of April Because I'm the only person that watches it, and I pretty much watch *Impractical Jokers* and *Dr. Pohl. Full disclosure: <laughs> terrible
1: shows. Full disclosure. No, actually, they're both good. Those yeah. guys, those guys, I give them a lot of props on *Impractical Jokers* because that's a lot of improv. And oh yeah, I can say by doing this show, it's not easy, folks. No, it's not. You know, they're they're brilliant. They're smart
0: guys. They're fucking good comedians. It always kind of cracks me up when we have people that come on the show that think that this just comes easy and then after they're on the show they're like Uh, that's that's a lot of work how do you guys do that you know and it's like well we just talk a lot of shit yeah we we have turned gibberish into words
1: but you have to learn like not every moment's gonna you can't have all highs there's gonna be some lows there's gonna be some mediums there's gonna be everywhere in between and um,
0: sometimes you have to drop to low hanging fruit like Will Smith smacking Chris Rock.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, because know. it's it's topical. That's topical comedy. That's called topical. It's it's very easily relatable. Everybody like knows it, knows what you're talking about. Um, sometimes though, the deep thinkers, like deep thinkers, um, for comedy, they don't get recognized as much. But sometimes they do, and that's the phrase called the comedian's comedian. Like stand up is tough. I I tried it. Um, it's easier to do a podcast than do stand up comedian. Comedi- be a stand up comedian. Right. Well, really we don't is. have to be funny. Yeah. It all does. the t- like. Yeah. We don't have to be funny all the time. Right. And we can do that.
0: We have a <laughs> backup of ten hours right. of fart noises. <clears throat>
1: like, getting up on getting up on stage and being a stand up comedian doing a set is tough. Odd.
0: we play that, and I don't miss Mikey as much
1: wait wait let's hear it yep there you are mikey all right (laughs) love you mikey smith but so i wish i could be and that's my next that's my next summit i feel like i'm gonna get back into stand-up i'm gonna start writing jokes i'm gonna i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this is that
0: bad no, and Is it know, a pipe dream? You, so I, can I, I have, do it? I don't know. I have some connections if you would like to do some right. comedy stuff. I have some connections around here that right. shows around here right. that you can get in and do. And uh, I, if I give the word, you'll be on the docket. Copy that. Well, <laughs> here we go. Maybe you'll inspire me to <laughs> jump up on stage. <laughs> I'm no stranger to being on stage. Right, right. Normally, I just have a guitar in my hand, and usually also my penis. A guitar and my penis in my hand. Which the penis gets more laughs than the guitar. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so it is tough, though. I and I, I would love to, and I'm I'm shocked I gave it a world to try, especially like where I was in my life and everything. Like I got up on stage. I've done numerous sets. I've even opened at shows that aren't like I was the opener. So and no for no one big but yeah exactly and of course i made uh jay hollinsworth famous and uh yes and definitely a, a video on youtube that's probably psh, how many how many hits does that have i gotta look that up because that is i really gotta piece. so you look that up and you talk for a minute i'll be right back i will i you know i'll carry the show you got it by you got myself it.
0: because hey, no one will over you. here. your paycheck Beyond will be the double
1: the this week sweet
0: so yeah, to to let everybody know, Phil got a little angry at a uh, at a show and gotten a little tiff with uh, comedian Jay Hollingsworth, and in that tiff, um, that that video has become very famous and has, I believe, we will be. Uh, over a million hits on that video now Um, but I'm looking it up and I'm coming up absolutely zeros on what I'm trying to look up but yeah, there was um, Big Irish Jay Hollingsworth and Phil got into a shouting match unplanned Um, alcohol may have been involved for Phil in fact it was And uh, I'm having a hard time talking and searching. So I'm going to wait until Phil comes back to go with that. But I'll I'll explain a little bit more about this. So basically, you know, Phil... Yep. uh, Phil had a few too many drinks. Decided that he would harass Jay Hollingsworth. Who is a big dude. He is a big dude. And uh, they got into a little shouting match while Jay was on stage. And Phil was... uh, Phil was... The heckler in the crowd. I was the heckler, and I was very intoxicated. And now that you're back, I'm going to look... My
1: ex-wife had left me. Just look up Jay Hollinsworth heckler,
0: and you'll be okay.
1: So, you know, I was frustrated. I was a lot of things, and uh, really, I give all the credit to those people. There were comedians that were even the ones that were in the middle of, like, the road for that small little venue. They were so much better than me. Stand-up comedy is not easy. I don't know how many people have ever tried it. It is very, very, very difficult. But I'm also working both ends to the middle because I've noticed if you have a a successful podcast or if you have a radio show or anything like that, going backwards to be a stand-up comedian is almost easier. And uh, you're almost cheating the system. It's almost like gaming the system because you already have built-in fans, if that makes any sense, Adam, if you're listening to me right now. But, like, you you have that already. (laughs) You have a built-in audience.
0: 814K views. You're welcome. So, I'm going to try and bring this up at a point where, uh, I. I, I It's terrible. I,
1: I relive this all the time. I remember that night very well. I was not a good person, so I, don't, I apologize. do you do remember yeah, he, uh, it very well.
0: Do you know at what point in the video you start harassing him? <laughs> is that what it is?
1: Because I, I don't want to make fun of you if you're fucking, really fucking. You're my, I, I grew up with a dude named Jeff Kelsey that you look just fucking like. Yeah. And you act pretty similar. We need to
0: get Jeff Kelsey <laughs> on the he, show.
1: His mom bought him porn. Because no
0: girls would talk to him and would just let him <laughs> fucking run it out every All right, case. I'm going to tally this. Jay, Jay Hollingsworth won. Yeah. And that you remind me of him. <laughs> yeah, I know. You also remind me kind of of Sloth from Goonies.
1: This is where it all ro- but, let loose. of a Ruth, yeah. The guy beside me, Jay huge Raiders fans, too. guy beside me, huge What's Raiders that? fans, yells, baby Ruth? Um, Set. I want to hear you said I'm room moving room. closer. <laughs> don't forget I'm a jackass. <laughs> 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 uh, so the ladies uh, well if you say if I you know, ever want to relive this
0: glorious time of your life, <sighs> we can get you on stage. Thank you. We can make that happen. All right. I mean, I've heard some of your stuff. It's solid, yeah it, you, you have some solid material, yes. So, I think you go over well if you're not trying to fight somebody, <laughs> right? If you're not being a
1: total asshat. I was just—I was out of bounds. I was, and I admit that I was so out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, you fucker. Turn this up a little bit. tells her fiancé, "Hey, I love you
0: and everything, but I need to be with this first guy because he's my true love." girl, and Heckler punches the door.
1: I had to fix that door too because I worked at that bar. You hear you hear my voice a little bit there. Hey, but you had a good first
0: night at the mic. Mike. <laughs> Hold on. I, I rewound that.
1: Hey, but you had a good first night at the Oprah Mike. <laughs> you want to come see me right now? You. <laughs> <laughs> what the shit? What? I'm at a point in my life where I'm threatening dudes on stage. Now, now I see like people trying to like come and restrain you. Yeah. There's like chairs flying and everything else.
0: They, they actually posted or Heckler is trying to freely fight. Hell yeah. Now the video has panned over to you. <laughs> Just, just so that everybody is aware, Jay Hollingsworth is much bigger than. Phil. Oh, dude, he's like six foot nine. He yeah. is fucking huge, <laughs> and I'm challenging this guy. And you're like, you want to come see me? Like, they're putting subtitles on there because, yeah, a, you're kind of far away from the mic, and too drunk to make sense, right? So they're putting subtitles on there. You want to come see me? You do not want Jay Hollingsworth to come see you. No, absolutely not. Big, big Irish Jay. No, thank you. So he handles this really well. He does. He was a professional. Ha- have you ever talked to him since? I haven't. I haven't. We should reach out. We should. Maybe I'll reach out and try and get him on here and say, "Hey, I have a rehabbed heckler." Yeah, please. <laughs> you should. You should. <laughs> I have a rehabbed heckler that would like to uh, like to discuss things with you, and, but uh, but and when- take and take full credit for <laughs> launching your career. <laughs> Don't say full credit.
1: His career was gonna launch anyway. He's talented. But this is the probably one of the most hits he's had on any of his videos though.
0: Oh yeah. Like eight hundred and forty K. Hold on. Heckler waited outside and eventually was restrained again. Yeah. He was crying, yelling, those aren't jokes. Those aren't jokes yep. over and over. Again.
1: Yeah. It that's the point that I was too drunk. I was very drunk. Holy
0: shit. You asshole. <laughs> I remember this all very well. Uh, but this, yet but yet probably don't remember some of it.
1: No, I remember it all. It all comes back to me because that was and that was one of the lowest points of my life, honestly, that night. And I don't mean to laugh at it. No, you can laugh it, all you want. It's fucking hilarious. But it's absolutely. Funny. It's funny. Like I went off. Like and I'm not like that either. But Oh, no, you're you're one of the most yeah. docile people I know. Just that night, I think well. That was the night. Well,
0: I'm I th- sure that there was a lot of shit going on. Well,
1: two days prior, my ex-wife told me we're getting a divorce, and yeah, and then like I'm out there all alone, like yeah, with nothing but booze and a job, Heck- a, ch- a job at Boeing to take, yeah, yeah, and and heckling, yeah, and I tried my hand at stand-up comedy, and obviously, well, here's the thing, and it's almost like everything else I fear, and this is where this comes from. Uh, I wasn't putting the work into it because I saw the, the, the people who were successful at stand-up comedy, they put the work in. And that's why I'm worried about a lot of things. Like, we, you have to put work in. You have to. It just doesn't all come naturally. You can't just get up on stage and tell some jokes that... Whatever. And I saw these people that are so good at it, and I was so terrible at it. And it
0: bothered well, me. You know, we make light sometimes of the lack of planning that we do on the podcast but and but we really do but in, in and let's face it uh,
1: it's hit or miss it's i mean if you had to if you had to derive down the best moments of this podcast in the 200 plus hours of recording there's going to be what maybe five or six hours of good shit
0: oh well i think more than
1: that no maybe 12 I, 15 I talk, 20 i've talked more than five yeah. hours worth <laughs> I like what you did there, but as a
0: stand-up comedian, you have to be like every minute has to be good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can get you can have that crowd turn against you in a big hurry, right? But you know the thing is, is, we've still put a ton of work into this Researching Oh yeah, oh yeah. Researching equipment, making our sound good, making you know just making sure. That and let's the face product- it,
1: we we come here with like I, even though we say we don't plan, we don't plan together. But I have things in my head I want to talk about in the same way.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But we've put a ton of money and time and effort into making sure that this is, of of what product we're capable of putting out, that (laughs) it's the best product it can be. And, uh, you know, like I look at the station and, and our planning and our push to get that launched has been tremendous. And immediately... You know, I contacted you yesterday. and I'm like, we need to make a big change. Right. You know, there's something that I figured out that's going on that right. we need to make a big change.
1: We're learning you know, as we go. I mean, we're not going to be
0: perfect. We can't be perfect. Well, we will get... be though because we strive for that. We we strive. But for in our much. mind, we will never be perfect. It'll never be good enough. So we will always try and continually improve.
1: You just hit the nail on the head. That's what I'm going to go to my grave successful. That's what I'm going to go to my grave because you know, honestly, and Adam, you know this well enough. It's never good enough. We can have the best thing we've no. ever done. And what will I do? I'll be like, well, I wasn't
0: happy with this or that. or yeah. yeah. You know, there's times that we're like, that was a pretty good show. This is probably not one of them.
1: This one? No. This episode of this this podcast?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But, you know, I'm, I'm extremely happy with the radio launch so far. But there's already things that we found, all right, we're going to improve on this. And, and, I mean, we had yeah. months of testing it. But we found something that we didn't like, and it's like, okay, we're going to put in the work. I spent four hours last night working but the, on that. But the moment you
1: stop, the moment you stop at anything in life, when you're doing anything in life, your job, being a parent, being a husband, being a wife, being everything, the moment you stop not wanting to improve... I don't get that. Do people do that? Does that happen?
0: Oh, I've, I've worked with people where they're just good enough. Don't
1: you always want to be better? I always strive to be I better. Do. Yeah.
0: I do. I mean, I, I always want to be better.
1: Like, I want to be a better person, even. And that's why I do things. Like, I told the story earlier about taking Oscar home. I didn't have to do that. No. I did that because, you know what? I strive to be a better person. And was it work? When, and was it something I didn't want to do? Yes, but I did it.
0: When we were it. at in Sandusky, yeah. I took some strange guy home. Right, right. Yeah, and I, I remember think- that. Yeah. I don't think he was really a strange guy. I think he No, was but but it's just but like he, help. Needed, he needed help and but helped him. E-
1: every human in life needs help at some point. Exactly. And don't ignore them. Don't stop. I mean, just this help help each other out. That that's a great message. Like it is. Let's just help each other out in it life. And I don't care what those people have
0: done, who they are, or what what they are. So just help them. I equate this to porn. I like it. I like it. I'm always looking for better porn so that I spend less time watching it. Right. Which frees up portions of my day. (laughs)
1: And valuable resources.
0: Yeah. So if you want to get me to click on something, be like, this will make you watch porn faster. And I'm going to click on it. Because let's face it. The algorithm of what suggests
1: porn for you wants you to watch more ads because that's what makes money. Yes. So be wary of that. If it suggests something for you, it's going to start with an ad and have an ad somewhere in the middle or be broken up, or it's going to suggest you go to a different page. Like, you could find the full version, HD version of this, 43 minutes and 44 seconds at blah, blah,
0: blah, blah, blah. Which, if you want to turn me off, start out your video with, you know, I ordered this to try it because I know it's just a commercial from there on out, and you're going to be all hot and heavy in the middle of it and then be like, you know this thing's really good and i like this part of it. and it, it, it turn off done here's what i noticed though <laughs> it's funny you say that uh so I,
1: I took my ipad which is what i always my, i have an old ipad and that's what i watch my porn on because if it kills it it kills it i don't yes, care solid, right? choice. Yeah, solid yeah. choice
0: see like i've
1: learned i've yeah. learned i'm uh, do you
0: so have it, do you have it in an otter box yeah yep okay so yep. It's, it's yep oh yeah <sighs> you got it there you go
1: that is indestructible for porn
0: you can hit so, that with alcohol wipes. After. Oh
1: yeah, of course, and I do. Good I choice. swab it all the time. Good choice. So this thing, when I'm at home here in Deckerville, and I'm looking up some porn on YouPorn or Pornhub or RedTube or whatever, the the advertisement comes in. There are there are 23 local singles in your area looking to fuck, and I'm like, I don't care. Skip ad. Well, I'm so bored I noticed those. I noticed though when I was in Ann Arbor, I took it down to Ann Arbor with me last week in the hotel room, and I loaded a, a I loaded a page, and it comes. There are 723 local singles in your area looking to fuck. And I'm like, holy shit, that's the difference between my- in Deckerville and Ann Arbor? I no wonder I can't score holy in Holy shit, that's, that just exemplifies the problem. Like, there are 700% more women looking to fuck in Ann Arbor than in Deckerville. Which is probably
0: true. It's 100% but, true. Well, here's the difference, though. In Ann Arbor, 80% of those women are men. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> so really, it's only like twenty oh, percent more. Dude, women. last week I was somewhere
1: and I was having a conversation with somebody, and they pulled out a full like joke about Grinder instead. Like, no, it's his profile on Grinder, and I'm like,
0: oh shit, that's solid. <laughs> so we were down. My wife and I were down in Ann Arbor one time. And yeah. we're Driving through, and there was like some kind of street fair going on, and she just immediately goes, "You got to turn around." I'm like, what? <laughs> And, and we're going. We're we're on our way somewhere. And she's like, "No, no, no. You got to no, turn no. around. You got to yeah. turn around now." And I'm like, oh, "What a oh, pain in the ass!" Come on. In it. So I turn around, and she's got her phone out. I'm like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I got to get a picture of this because nobody will believe it." So there was a big tent, and when I say big tent, it's like a ten by thirty tent. Like they had three spots at this outdoor fair. Big old tent. Huge tent. For the Coalition Against Circumcision. <laughs> so, it was the CAC tent. The CAC tent. Coalition
1: Against Circumcision. Yeah. So, when you hear that acronym, CAC, you wouldn't think of,
0: because circumcision's a, a soft sea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. So, she had to get a picture of that. And I don't blame her. I mean, it's she got picture <laughs> and video because there was traffic. So... <sighs> but they were like right on the edge of this whole fair coalition when you, when against you walk into this fair, Yeah. When you walk into this fair, you're gonna see cack right off the bat, and you're like, I don't like cack. I'm like, Ew. Why are they so? So would they? I mean, I come from an era where that was common. So is mm, are they going to beat me? Are right.
1: They, you know, if I if they ask me to see my dick, I'm not gonna say no. I'm no sorry.
0: Sorry, it's hooded and hiding. That's they'd be right. Like, oh, oh God bless in. you. You're a
1: member of the CAC.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, well, if, your your CAC can come in. If I'd have stopped there, they'd have been like, "Are you circumcised?" I'd been like, "Yeah, but I didn't like it.
1: Uh, <laughs> I definitely did not enjoy it. I remember that's my first memory. I was six hours old, <laughs> and some asshole <laughs> cut off my bonnet. <laughs> I I'd have been I'd have been hundred percent on their side. <laughs> Dude, don't circumcise me, man. I'll wash that shit. I promise you. So, yeah. What a
0: weird thing, though. Cack. Cack. <laughs> hey, you want to join Cack? Sure. I got nothing else going on. It's been my
1: life's dream to join Cack. Can you uh, can you reinstall my foreskin? <laughs> We've got extra. <laughs> We've got foreskins laying around out there. Oh, you're girthy. <laughs> <laughs> better grab two
0: <laughs> we'll stitch them together better grab two sheets oh my goodness but yeah so yeah that was a thing that is a cack cack coalition against
1: circumcisions yes they should have thought that out more yeah nah i think it's good so if you are a There's- member of coalition against
0: circumcisions give, give us, us a, a call, call. <laughs> So we've covered a lot this episode. It's probably time to wrap this one up. Have we covered a lot or have we just uh, well we've covered your past as a heckler. Yes. We've covered Circumcisions. Circumcisions and the fact that I am. And we covered Tuscola Palooza. Even though now I'm a card carrying member against that. I'm circumcised too. Yeah. Are you against it?
1: Yeah, now. Yeah. Learning all the pleasures that come with being uncircumcised. Yeah, I'm
0: like, you can dock. Well, yeah. <laughs> what an asshole! Oh, you're just now. I gotta, I gotta look for somebody with a snuffle upagus because I can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. You have to have somebody. Yeah, so I gotta have a hooded. Yeah, to just to dock to dock. Yeah. Oh, what an asshole. Well, did our parents really
1: think that through? My kids, my son's circumcised. So are my boys.
0: Yeah. Which one of my boys I'll let remain nameless. The Has doc- a big dick the doctor came out and he's like that's a huge dick I had to use the biggest stuff to circumcise him. It. it's like <laughs> yep you did hell yeah and I have a feeling that with the other one he just didn't tell me that he had to uh,
1: <laughs> he was about like I had to use the elephant clamp for that one yeah
0: I had to use like a 4 inch muffler clamp on that
1: <laughs> I had to go down to Tracy's muffler shop and <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> it's all good sorry that's a Marlette oh. joke yeah, I- <laughs> people love Marlette jokes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> there's a list. Yeah, there's a big list. We should get out of here. We should. Let's uh, <sighs> let's let's do this. This always gets us out of here. All right. He's Adam Philkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Thank you Mikey Smith for calling in ever so briefly while you were taking a poop because we like to hear from your asshole too. Yes. You've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express. Make good choices.